2023, the off-season's gone. We've read enough in that chat. Thank God the footy's back on. The P4SS boys are back. For all your NRL super coach chat, we're playing for Sheep Stations. Statman Davo is here. Funny man trainer's back again. There's Gutsy and his chin list. And Mark's in the run on side this year. We're playing for Sheep Stations. The lurking tab lady from way out west is sure gonna put our patience to the test. We welcome back our friends of the show, Dane Shooter and Brownie. Okay, let's go. We're playing for Sheep Stations. We're playing for Sheep Stations. Welcome back to another episode of the Playing for Sheep Stations podcast. Listeners, I'm back. It's uh, yeah, it's Dan here. I'm back. A uh, couple of weeks off, week of annual leave, and then a week of sick leave. But I'm back. Big thanks to Dave for uh, you know taking over the reins and looking after the show. But I've been in the I've been in the background. I've been lurking. I mean, getting the, getting the show obviously um, up for you guys to listen. So I've been here. But boys, it's good to see us. Um, trainer, we we better make the most of you this week because. You're off, aren't you? You're off on a bit of a journey. You want to let the listeners know? Yeah, mate. I've uh, I've got better things to do than sit around at my house for while my school holidays are on. So two weeks away, heading to Adelaide and up to Uluru. And then back down and across, I'm going to pop in and see the uh, lurking tab lady from Broken Hill, hopefully, um, and Indy Lakes, and then back home. So yeah, about five and a half thousand Ks or something in the next two weeks. Wow, that's... that's um. Yeah, that's a big trip. So Adelaide, you say, pretty sure that coincides with uh, gather round for the AFL. Are you jumping jumping uh, codes? Absolutely zero chance I'll be going anywhere near the AFL. Says the bloke in an AFL shirt tonight. Well, uh, that's fair. That is fair. Maurice Suns, uh, baby. All right, tell us how you went last week. Gloat. All right. So uh, 13.54. Obviously, it's a significantly better score than every other week, but... Most other people went a lot better too, so still in retrospect. Uh, fortunately, we did see some good green arrows. Went up 13,619 spots to uh, an overall rank of 21,849. So finally well, starting we... to move in the right direction. Can we go back and just get that rank again, mate? 21,849. Excellent. Yeah, we had some little technical uh, difficulties. I don't know, Mudgy. There's too many people there from Manly on the weekend. You know, it's just they've took taken all your internet with you. Uh, okay. Um, so yeah, no, it's good, mate. Um, we'll, we'll do a little bit of shout out. I'm sure you're going to have some uh, some content for the viewers, um, for those people who are, who want to keep an eye on your your journey and your adventure. Where where can they follow along? Uh what do you, you want me to plug my own Instagram page? Is that you're trying hey, to do? I'm just, I'm just, just giving you the opportunity here. Uh, yeah, for the eight people that listen to the show, yeah, reels, ruts, and nuts on Instagram. That's only the eight people in Sydney, mate. We're huge. Singapore. Oh, Sing- yeah, Singapore. Big. When I get all these, this influx of Singaporean and uh, Eastern Belgium. Or, yeah, Belgium. European followers, I'll know where they come from. Yeah. So once again, I'll, I'll, I'll give the listeners another, another crack at that. Reels, ruts, and nuts. All one word, isn't it? Yeah, that's it, mate. You probably enunciated it a bit better than I did. 
Mate, yeah, you should want Rules Rots and Nuts to go global. <laughs> oh, yeah. It will after this episode, I'm telling you. Anyway, <laughs> let's keep keep the show going. Guardsy, good to see you, mate. How'd you yes. go? Yeah, went all right, I guess. Ended up scoring uh, 1,379. So I think a couple of weeks ago, Dave, I said I was going to crack 1,300. Well, he was just a couple of weeks off, but I got there for him. I always come early, mate. <laughs> That's it. So, yeah, it was, it was a week where I was happy to watch the footy and enjoy it and score well. I ended up uh, moving up 22,000 spots. So I'm now ranked 34,060. So still in a shocking position, but hopefully getting closer and closer to the, the top very soon. Very good. Thanks, Guardsy. Mark, good to see you. Glad you're back, Daniel. Electric Broncos, 1,318 points this week. Um, some green arrows up 4,310 4, places to 13,971st position. So not a bad week. I'm not as glass, glass half empty as Trainer. He was very down in the dumps about his 1,300-plus score there, wasn't he? Yeah, but my overall ranking still sucks, mate. I can't be happy until I'm, you know, somewhere respectable. Yeah, trainer's not the kind of crowing kind of type. So, you know, there's certain other people that we know that would crow. Trainer's not a crower. Nah, so. it's not my thing. All right, I'm going to jump back in here just to give the listeners a bit of a uh, bit of an update where Corn on the Cobbo um, is at the moment. Um, my team... Scored 13.84 last week, which I'm pretty happy about. Um, got uh, 14,000, almost 15,000 green arrows uh, up into 14,759th spot. So going in the right direction uh, for a week, which is nice. Um, hopefully no reds this week. Davo, our, our other host. Here. Well, to round it out, I got 13.33. So that means we all got over 1,300. Um, gives the podcast a little bit of credibility, I suppose, when we can all crack 1,300. I've just had a look at my round rank. It was 11,000, so it wasn't too bad. Um, it's moved me up to 14,342 overall. And I've had a look. I'm 500 ranks behind Mark, but I'm only four points behind Mark, which is good. So that's how tight it is. So get a decent score and you can move up the ranks really quickly. So all's not lost um, around that. So... Yeah, I think it's still early in the season, 27 weeks. I think there's lots of room to be made up. So don't be too hard on yourselves, boys. All right. Um, yeah, I don't remember how to do this, hey? Uh, well, let's get into the uh, the teams this week. Uh, so we got some teamless news. Obviously, uh, teams dropped today at 4 o'clock. Uh, so we'll just go through the games uh, quickly uh, with a few little ins and outs um, that hopefully um, help you make some good decisions this week. Game one, we got the Storm versus the Roosters. That's obviously on Thursday night. Trainer? Uh, yeah, right here. So Tedesco is still out with his head knock. This will be uh, the last game he misses with this injury. Uh, Joey Manu slots straight back in at fullback after missing last week's game. And the Storm are just 1-17. to So stocks in as I have been the last few weeks. Jerome Hughes back. Uh, for, oh, for yeah, the... sorry. Hughesy back in for the storm. I missed that one. Has it gone? Yeah. For all those people that went for the cash grab, probably wasn't necessarily worth it this round, but there might be other times that he comes in if you're willing to hold. I don't know if I'd be willing to hold in the halves, but 
I think he would have made about a hundred grand. Has he got five eight status as well? Or? I wouldn't tell you. Okay. Well, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know whether I'd be wasting a spot holding him when you've got Hines and Cleary, but anyway. Good to see Joey Manu get the fullback spot and not Sualee, the trader. Mm. Okay. Anyway, we're moving on. Game two. Uh the Bulldogs versus the Bunnies. Guardsy. So this is uh four o'clock on Friday, I believe. Good Friday. It is. Um well the Bulldogs have got a thousand injuries, suspensions, you name it, they've got it. So uh Harrison Edwards playing locked, never heard of him. But uh yeah. Not even him. available on Supercoach yeah, apparently. Not in the Which game is... yet. He played four games last year, I think. I had a quick look it up. He played round twenty versus the Knights. Well, at, the bench. T- at the time of this podcast, I'm pretty sure unavailable to be selected yeah, at no, Supercoach. Yeah, I agree, but he did play he had but... this isn't his debut game. This yeah. Okay. All I'm getting at. All right. So and then, yeah, we'll see South. Johnston is out after face planning. So we uh, we get to see Tane Milne play a game. So yeah. We all know. I wonder if sports Tane. will sports bet do um time of first in bidding for Tane for uh, fifteen minutes. First twenty minutes he'll be gone. His shoulder will hit someone's head. I'm going to have to think of someone else to put in my uh, tri-score multi now that AJ is not available for selection. Uh, but yeah, it's it's good to see uh, young Preston still be named. He's been, he's been killing it, but you know, he obviously had an issue with the uh, the hand last week on the finger. Did he fracture his finger or was it just a split webbing? He split the webbing split when webbing. he eye-gouged his teammate, I think. <laughs> That's what happens when you stick your knuckle in someone's eye. He was that. Yeah, Max King is still named. His eye, his eye looked awful the other day. So, yeah, anyway. Um, game three, uh, the, Col- uh, the Cowboys versus the Dolphins. Yeah, so there's quite a bit of action here, and I think Todd's back to his brilliant best. Uh, Cotter back into the front row. Mitch Dunn playing at prop. Griffin Neem at 2RF. Like... Seriously, Todd, does anyone believe that's actually how it's going to happen? Um, Drinkwater back at the back, which could be good for Val owners. Um, and then on the Dolphins side, Nick Arima in at 5'8". That's a bit of a poison position at the moment. And Edric Lee, big Cedric, making his debut for the Dolphins. After uh, Bostock got put into the Pacific Ocean by uh, Ravalawa last week. Ravalawa ran through him like he wasn't even there. <laughs> it's turnstile. Oh. Yeah, not even that much resistance. Yeah, very <laughs> yeah, no, good. Turnstile made of like pool noodles or something. Um, <laughs> all right, moving on to uh, Saturday's games. So the first game on Saturday, only two games on Saturday this week. Um, Penrith versus the Eagles. Ah, uh, for Penrith, no James Fisher Harris out with that knee injury picked up last week. Eisenhuth into the team at prop. Still no. Martin Organa in the side. So Sorensen and Hosking keep their spots in the back row and Sonny Luke is back on the bench. For Manly, Saab returns from his ACL injury, which I think is a few weeks earlier than they predicted for Tui Pilotta, who went down last week. And everyone's favourite fat boy, Schuster, is back at Six. Anyone see the photo of Jason Saab's Warwick Arms? Pettingham, that bloke mightn't have been able to run for 12 months, but he's been pumping some iron upstairs. Yeah, we got a visual of him last week at, at um at Glen Willow, a trainer and I, and yeah, he was, he was looking big. 
He's looking real big, ready to go. So, um, yeah, it was kind of convenient that Christian sort of breaks down and, you know, the, the old giraffe's ready to get back out there. I actually think it's really good for people that bought Garrick last week because if the rumour was that Saab would come onto the wing and Garrick could move into the centres, which I don't think it'd be as good for scoring. Yes. Well, uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing how that goes for owners this week, especially those of us who brought Garrick in last week. Um, who, yeah, didn't seem like he was doing a lot, really, and then ended up managing to score that try at the end. We were very excited, weren't we, trainer? Seeing we were, we were cheering, cheering profusely for Ruben, but uh, we got him one. Yeah, we did. All right. Now, this this has to be uh, – all us Broncos fans must be stoked about this game. Broncos versus the Raiders. Trainer. Uh, so, yeah, Broncos 1-17, to same team as last week. How Keenan's got picked again, I'll never know. When uh, me mate Kobe is uh, hanging around in reserve grade, he's back ready to go. Uh, and then on the Raiders side of things, Davo's favourite player, Jared Croker. Back into the centres. What a man. What a guy. What a player. Can't wait for him to kick some goals against the Broncos. Harley Smith Shields gone. Schneider in. Frawley gone. And big red Horsburgh starting at uh, lock and CHN getting the flick to the bench. Big red. Big red was on fire the other day. He was, he was ripping in a tear and teabagging blokes left, right, and centre, wasn't he? <laughs> almost, almost as good as his Twitter game. <laughs> uh, very good alright this takes us to Sunday's games um, first game on Sunday the new time 2 o'clock yeah, I think so. 4 o'clock yeah. well it's a 4 o'clock game okay we're still running yep. 4 and 6 yep okay, one, one more week of that eh? Um, so Titans versus the Dragons Gardsy yes so the Titans are back after the boy obviously Brumo and 4 and are out so Trainers man, sexy Sexton's in. What a guy. I wish it was Tom Weaver, to be fair. <laughs> and uh, Jaden Campbell's also at the back. Uh, and then obviously the Dragons, they're pretty much same as usual. I think this could be an absolute stinker of a game, by the way. But watch Fafita somehow score 100 and find a way to piss me off again. Titans back off the bye, so... Anyone notice that Jojo Fafita's on the extended bench? Does that make anyone nervous about Cam Pereira? No. I think no. he's Cam Pereira's got the spot. He's looked pretty good yeah. after the first All the man does is score his tries. They're not going to hook him after that. Who cares if he doesn't make any metres? He fast. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. All right. Uh, then we go up to Newcastle uh, for the, the Knights versus the Warriors. This is a danger game for the Knights, I think. Well, the Knights, I don't know. The Knights have overachieved, I think, so far. They've shown plenty of ticker. Um, and pains me to say they're actually playing half decent. I think Jackson Hastings yeah. has been a pretty good uh, get for them this year. So. Yeah, watching them in real life on the weekend, I was actually really impressed. They're, Adam O'Brien, they must have just practiced ruck speed the whole of preseason because it was unreal. Mm-hmm. And bloody... Even just their ball movement, like they were swinging it from side to side. They actually looked pretty organized. They looked like a first-grade team. I was very surprised. Nice little, uh, you know, sort of play down the down the short side where they scored in the, the corner there. And I most liked... I got you um, very excited. I liked Dom Young's under-eight play where he just ran around. Yeah, more. that was, that was one of my favorites. 
Um, this game, Leo Thompson, I had him all of last year and he's starting now and he's actually looking pretty good. I think since he's cut his hair, he's looked really good. Um, Marzu and Young both named again. Marzu's just quietly pumped out two tons. Um, even if you take away the attacking stats, he's had a ridiculous amount of hit-ups, like 38 and 34 in hit-ups. Tackle busts everywhere. like 20 in tackle busts or something ridiculous. So, like, his base is about 60-plus without even trying. Um, I don't think – I'd prefer him over Dom Young, but probably don't know. And then you've got – This is the week for Marzu, really. Yeah, before he gets a pretty big price rise. two games and – I think we'll talk about them a little bit later on, though. Jack Johns gets another game. He looked all right as well. Man on the bench. I think Jack Johns actually offers them a bit more in the middle. So that was something to be good. For the Warriors, Egan keeps scoring tries, four from four. So I know that someone in, on the podcast is pretty happy with uh, their selection. He's up to over 600,000. He is. He'd probably be a guy that I'd be starting to look to move on because he cannot score a try every week. That is just not possible. Tahu named it lock. would be interesting to see if he starts again. Niakore, did he get suspended or injured or suspended? Suspended, yeah, the hip yeah. drop. Ah, oh, yeah, the yeah. old hip drop. Um, Jackson Jackson Ford's probably another guy that if you're going to go, this is probably the week, the last week. And I've also written that Nickel Clockstart after his HIO roll out of his um, rolling average, I think he's just over 300,000 and someone that if you're looking for a bit of a downgrade or a sideways from Alamorty or someone like that, he's an option. All right, perfect. And and to wrap out, wrap up the uh, Easter weekend, we've got a game on Monday, Easter Monday. Uh, Tigers versus the Eels. Something different for long-suffering Eels fans. We won't be disappointed on a Thursday night. We'll have to wait until Monday to be for the disappointment to roll in. Yeah, we're not not versing a team on the bye this week. Coming <laughs> off the bye this week, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, Sheens has given up on the Dewey at fullback experiment. He's back. Two five eight Staines is the new fullback. Um, they've given Dane Laurie the flick after he's liking uh, the NRL posting Selwyn Cobbo's tries. There's been a bit of an uproar about that, which is a bit of a storm in the te- storm in a teacup, if you ask me. Um, the big news for Parramatta is Sean Lane has been named to pay to make his return, which has some big flow-on Supercoach ramifications. Uh, Madison's gone to thirteen, and Hopgood has been. Uh, relegated to the bench. Uh, the Cardi Party stays in the back row and Dory drops out of the 17 for Cartwright owners. Makes a bit of a bit of a conundrum. But um, yeah, Lane back should really help out the Eels, help out Dylan Brown. Um, I think they'll just look a lot better with him back in the side. Definitely. Hopgood's got a, about a 45 break even, so it's not like you could probably keep him this week if you don't have... A, to the need to move him on, but he's made really good money. So could Some, be could be hop gone, hop gone, not the hop goat. Yeah. All right, that wraps up our team list news uh, for this week. Hopefully that helps. This hustles. This is hustles. We've heard the sound, boys. Guardsy, your chin list. Who's made the list this week? Not many this week. I didn't watch a lot of footy this weekend, so I can't really spray many people. To be honest, unfortunately. Um, I'll start off with Palacea. He's made the list again. I think this just could be a, a theme for the rest of the year that Palacea may just be on the list every week. I think Trainer will agree. 
The bloke's a terrible footballer. Every time he comes on, I get nervous. He makes mistakes, gives away penalties, six agains. He does it all. He doesn't do much else on the field, but seem to help the other team. So he's shit. So as trainer said, I'd like to get Kobe in and Palace here. Send him to the Titans now. I say, because the bloke is absolutely shit. Uh, who's next? Alex Twiles on the list. The Keenan Alex... and your family. What? A listener of the show. Who? Keenan. Just, just he wouldn't want to be. Keenan and his family. He wouldn't want to be a listener. Because you're <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, Alex Twiles on the list, boys. Just for being a jersey grabber. I was hoping... I own Payne in Supercoach, and I was thrilled, as we all know, watching the game. But uh, Payne tackled him, and Twell just decided he was going to try and hold on to Payne's jersey. I don't know if he just wanted to keep it after the game or or what, but yeah, he wouldn't let go of Payne's jersey. I, you know, I think I said it in the chat at the time. Payne was on enough points, but then I was happy if he threw one and just I was I was happy to take some minus points because Twell looked like he just deserved to be punched in the face, to be honest. So he's on the list. Uh, who's next? Fat boy Schuster's on the list, boys. Basically, just for being fat. What <laughs> there really is to it. He had a sore calf, so he did. No, what did he? He had a cork. Cork, cork. cord, mate. Mate, with that much fat on his body, there's no way a cork hurts him. He's full of crap. Absolute disgrace. He looked. He looked pretty good at the game too. He was oh. moving pretty freely, so he, he he's a fucking grade A. Yeah, something. Yeah. Great A fat boy. He's a great A fat boy. Yeah, we'll go with that. And the final one is uh, we've got we've got a ref. We've got to have a ref every week. So uh, Chris Butler's on the list. It was the uh, Knights Manly game that you boys were at. Actually, I was absolutely filthy. It was extra time. Frizzell's gone down with a bit of cramp, and but Manly's got a quick play to ball. Turbo's just had a run, and we all know when Turbo has a run, it's a quick play to ball coming. And Butler's blown time out because Frizzell's laying next to the play to ball with a bit of cramp. They man, it's extra time. Turbo's just got a quick play to ball. Perfect time to go for a field goal. He caused time out. So then Knights get to set their line, and then Cherry Evans gets the ball and just donkeys it, which is standard Cherry. But with a bit of time off a quick play to ball, he could have actually done something. And instead, we have to, because of Chris Butler, we have to watch 90 minutes of just disgusting football. So Chris Butler's on the list. Honestly, I was filthy. If I was a Manly fan, I'd, I probably would have been swearing a lot more right now, but I just don't like it. I'm sick of referees. They're, they're all shit. That that first try was I, I have to bring it up. It, on Lockie Miller retreating behind the dead ball line. Have you ever seen anything like that? No, N- not in the NRL. He kept what? stepping. He kept going backwards. He I couldn't almost work left out the why stadium. He, I couldn't work out why he didn't pass it to Turbo. I thought Turbo's wide open. He's inside him. Just give it to him. And then I realised, oh, Lockie oh, Miller's standing on the, the dead ball carpet. line. <laughs> he's standing on the dead ball line, saying, "Here you go, mate. Put it down." He's playing touch footy. He was. Caught too far backwards. He had him. He had him first try scorer. Yeah, hundred percent. Cheating. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have got in front of him either. Just quietly. <laughs> You're not playing first grade though. That's true. <laughs> so yeah, that's it, boys. 
Oh, very good. Thanks, Gardzi. It's All too right. calm. It's too calm. I don't like it. Maybe maybe after your week off next week, you'll... Uh, maybe after... Gardzi's Gar- taking a week, son, you'll leave next week. Rough, roughing it in the National Park. You know, might be you know what I think angry. it was? But you know what I think it was as well, boys? I went and watched some park footy on Sunday. I took out a lot of gr- aggression there. I was <laughs> in the crowd spraying blokes. It's probably why I'm so calm now. I... I I was ripping in. I tell you what, I love love spraying some park footy blokes. I absolutely ripped in. It was great. Did your brother cop the biggest spray? Yeah, I sprayed him. I sprayed. I was spraying the other fullback all game too. I tell you what, I was on fire, I think, boys. I think someone sprayed Curtis Scott. Yeah, down at the Thoreau game. Geez, didn't he give someone a bit of a nudge? Have you seen the fight? Claiming an eye. No, gouge. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, Go and have a look at it. You're going to share these things. Put them in the chat, mate. Unfortunately for you boys, I didn't didn't cop anything, even though I probably should have. I was verbally abusive to the opposition (laughs) fullback, especially. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. So, Gardzi, have a week off. Get some aggression into you and, uh, you know, come back uh, in a couple of weeks. And, yeah, hopefully we've got a large chin list. So, for those... We might just do a little uh, little thing for Gardzi's chin list next week, but we won't have Gardzi with us live at the pod. Uh, okay, Davo. Yeah, DMs. There's a DMs. Few, few new people sliding into the DMs today, and there's one who's got some real love for trainer. He, um, do you know a fellow by the name of Brett William or Murph Balls on uh, Instagram? I think he yeah, mate, I know him. He says, love the love the podcast, especially the talking points with trainer. That guy really goes into an in-depth analysis of trade that most other podcasts don't, which is great. He appears to have phenomenal rugby league knowledge too. Mate, did you pass that note to him in the staff room? <laughs> wow. Mate, anyway, I, I don't have it. to. He's, <laughs> he's got a question this week, so we'll, we'll fire straight he's into it. Swap playground duties with him or something. Yeah, it's done something for him. He says, <laughs> in a boost trade week to get the Prince of Penrith back into cover Hines bye week, who do I trade out? Marnie, Carrigan, or Hopgood? That's the first part of the question. Do we want to do we want to give him some guidance around that? I think it might have been a, become a bit more of an easy question after team lists were named. Yep. I'd probably be looking. I think it's between Marnie and Hopgood. Myself. Yeah, well, Paddy Carrigan is the top of the bunch there. He's started throwing offloads like they're going out of fashion, thinking he's the next Corey Parker. So I don't mind that. Uh, Reed Marnie's offering nothing as usual except crash balls and terrible scoots from dummy half. And now then, that yeah, the main the, man Pele's not there, there's no one to crash yeah. ball to. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. Uh, and yeah, poor old Hoppy. That's good for you. That's good. He's been hooked. So trade him out, Murph. Get rid of him. I think it's time to get rid of uh, Hopgood. Uh, the next part of his question is, so the other two trades that he's going to make to make the coin, I assume, to get uh, the Prince of Penrith, as he calls him, Alamotti and Pezzett will make way, and Jack Johns and Drew Hutchinson comes in, Hutchison comes in, but which of the three would you... Well, so we've all already organised the which of the three we'd trade out for Cleary. What do you think of those, Alamotti and Pezzett, to Jack Johns and Drew Hutchinson? Hutchison? Anyone got any no. thoughts on that one? Jack, I'd probably go Jack Johns because I think Hutchinson will go back to the bench after this week once Teddy returns, whereas Jack Johns has actually looked pretty decent, to be honest. I think especially, like, 
Hutchison and Johns, they're only about 100, less than 100K more, about 100K to get to Jackson Ford because I'm assuming that both of those you're having in the 2RF or one maybe, yeah, 2RF, you probably wouldn't have one in the 5.8 spot, I don't think, if you're looking to make space. Jack Johns only 2RF only. Yeah, yeah, but Hutchison's, Hutchison's 5.8, 5, 8, yeah. 2RF. So Jack Johns, I don't mind the shout of that because he actually looks pretty good and I think he's going to be reasonably he, consistent around. He's only like 234K as well. So he's yeah, not yeah. Minus 36 break even. Yeah, so oh, he's yeah. the one that I'd be going for. Drew Hutchison, I think when Teddy comes back, Manu goes back to centres. He goes back to a pretty ordinary bench role, I think. So he's probably someone that I would – I'd be looking somewhere else. I wouldn't be looking – Maybe at, he might might even find his way out of the 17. Well, he you know. could potentially. So I'd be I'd – be, if I could find the money, I'd be trying to get up to someone um, like Jackson Ford or someone like that, I think. Mark 56 King. points yeah. with a try last week too. Who's that? Uh, that was Hutchinson. Yeah, I don't like him. So, I don't yeah, like so he's five eight five eight two RF break even of twelve. I'm That's assuming good. he's just trying to find someone else cheap, maybe. I'd, I'd probably I'd, prefer if it's if it's for five eight, I'd rather Katawa or Fat Boy. Over Hutchison. There's also someone like if you've got a if you can swing a, a front rower down or something and you can buy Isaac uh Tino's little brother. Yeah, not the worst shout. Uh, in front row, he's got a negative break even and he's playing increasing minutes off the bench for the Titans. Yeah. So that I think I think we don't mind the trades. I think you've got to have Cleary, but I just don't think I like Hutchison in. All right, so Alex. Alex is back again, our mate from Moree. Um, he, he writes, is it time to cash in Wade Egan and put Boyd back at nine to bring in Mitchell Moses? So he's going into Mitchell Moses with a good run, which will be a bit of a pod move. Um, I've had a bit of a look at that one. Moses has a break even of 105 this week. He does play the Tigers, but last year in the corresponding game, he scored 72 against the Tigers and the Tigers put on an ambush and beat Parramatta for their first win for the year. Sounding familiar, anyone? Um, so... I don't necessarily love that matchup, but I don't mind going Moses with their run coming up. So just could be something a little bit different. So um Egan has a break even of fifty break even of fifty eight and he scored every week. Surely he does not score every week moving forward. Uh I'd like it if he did. Yeah, but I don't think it's gonna happen. I'd like it if he did Mark, score a few more weeks around? in a row, to be honest. What are your thoughts, Mark, around moving Wade Egan on and bringing in Mitchell Moses. Oh, I think we're certainly getting to the time where Egan is a sell, as you say, attacking stats every week, a try every week. He's got a getting up there with the break even. What did you say it was? 58. 58. It's um, over 600K as well. So. You know, so take your money and run on Wade Egan, I reckon. Um, as for Moses, I don't know if I'd be bringing Moses in. I bought Dylan Brown in last week, so... I certainly wouldn't bring Moses into my team to have both the Parramatta halves, but um, oh, it, it it is differentiating you from the majority of owners who have Hines and Cleary. Guardsy, any love for Mitchell Moses? I know how much you like him as a player. No love at all. Parramatta's got a good run coming up, but Mitchell Moses is a flog. And if you don't have Hines and Cleary, you're going to get left behind because... The difference between those two and Moses is not worth it. If you don't own Cleary and Hines, you should probably try and be trying to look at them instead of bringing Moses in. That's all I'd say. 
So trying to bring in Cleary this week because he's not on the bye. Yeah. So he obviously wouldn't bring Nico in to sit him on the on the pine. Right. But could you play a one week one week play and try and have two the two gun halfbacks for the week? Well, look, you've playing the Tigers, so if you got trades, Moses could surprise you and turn up against the Tigers because they've been woeful. But I wouldn't look at him as a long term option. It's realistically only for points with a break even of 105 because you're not going to make a lot of money out of him, are you? Four percent ownership. Yeah, 4% ownership is probably the carrot when everyone else or a lot of people only have one halfback playing this week because a lot of people have already gone to that Cleary-Nico combo. So, yeah, I don't know. I prob- I don't know if I could go to Moses, but it is a point of difference. So if that's what you're looking for. All right. Trani, anything else to add there or are you happy just to... Nah, move, agree move with Yardsy. I don't like it. You need the two big guns. Get the two big boys in. All right, so now a friend of the show who was commenting earlier in the year but has gone a bit off the boil, but he's coming back, rookie Kev. So he's a mate of Mark and mine. Um, he's, a, he's a big stats man. He thought he'd play the game based heavily on stats. He's got a few comments first. He says, coming last in the playing for Sheep Stations League sucks. So that's number one comment. <laughs> um, so only upwards though, Kev. So that's one thing to look at. His next um, comment is, I'm concerned that Gardzi has softened across the year already. Except, except on Dom, he says. So he's obviously a keen listener. He listens every week and he's picked up Gardzi that you've, uh, he's not going to be happy with this one, this week's pod with the chin list this week either. So I think he's he's calling for a, a, a bit of a pep up from you, mate. So hopefully mate. after a freshen up off a camping trip, you can come back. All, all, all I will say is, the back fence. all I'll say is, when the Broncos are five and zero, it's hard to be angry. Oh, well, that's probably fair too. Can Especially we when a, Kev's, we a... Kev's, Kev's a North Sydney fan, so he's just perpetually disappointed. <laughs> if we get beat expansion. by the, let's let's put it this way: if we get beat by the Raiders, I will. Even though I won't be here next week, I will send in a video of me abusing <laughs> everyone. Geez, I hope Jared Croker scores in the corner to win the oh. game. <laughs> We might want to start getting a gusto check before our before our episodes start. A bit of a gusto a check. Gusto check. <laughs> gusto check. I like it. Hey. I like it. I might put Big that shout up. out to Hamish and Andy. I'll put that <laughs> yeah, up on Instagram. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. And his last comment was he had all he had heaps of knights in his team. Hastings, Hunt, Miller at the start of the year. After Miller scored two fifties, he got rid of him. He also got rid of oh. Hastings, and now he's come out and sold. Uh, scored plenty of points and. Primal Hunt, he's not too too worried about because he's been been dropped anyway. But I think it just shows that there's times if you watch the game, it's probably worth it would have been worth keeping Miller because even though he only scored in the fifties, he looked pretty good. Yeah, fifties is good goals. for a centre winger who's done nothing. Yeah, so he's got the goals part time when Jackson chooses not to kick. Yes, yeah, so I don't, so I don't know what I don't know what's going on there. Jackson takes a couple, is slots, like, him, slots him from the sideline, then goes, "Ah, oh, no, I've done my uh, part." Yeah, is it like juniors? Whoever's closest to the try <laughs> runs and grabs the ball and kicks the goal. Maybe next week I'll go down to night's trading and have a little bit of a look and see what's going on there. All right, now we're into um, we're into Kev's questions now. So he said he's bought Cleary in. I think that's a good move. Well done, Kev. And he says it feels like he's trying to prove something. Is he a good captain option this week? Yeah, he's a good he's a good option this week. I think. I think this week might be the week where there's a fair few different options and not everyone's going to be on the same bloke, but 
I think Manly proved last week if Knights can score 32 points against you, Panthers could have a field day. So Cleary could score another ton. He looked a lot better last week. He just looked like he wanted to get involved and try and make things happen. So he, I'm, yeah, he's I'm, he's definitely one I'm looking at. 5.30 at Penrith on a Saturday. Big crowd, I imagine. So he'd be certainly someone, if I'm not captaining him, captaining him it will be a vice-captain for sure. Mm-hmm. So, Mark, your thoughts around Cleary as a captain this week? Uh, Cleary's typically a reasonable option for captain every week. I think he ran into a bit of form last week. 5.30 game at Penrith. They'll be fired up to get across the road and cause some mayhem at Panthers after that. So, I think... Penrith will run amok. Mm. I hope, I hope uh, Garrick and Turbo still get amongst something there. So, well, Garrick, Garrick scores well regardless. You watch that game against South a couple of weeks ago, tight dower affair, and he, you then look at the end of the game, and he still scores in the seventies. He just is one of those blokes who sneaks up on you with the scores. I think, doesn't he? Mm. Mm. And Kev's second question, he said, it looks like Hopgood is going down the order with Madison being swapped in at lock for him, I'm thinking of swapping them over. So is there anyone that would think to sell Hopgood for Madison? I prefer Maddo on the edge. So not if he's not if Maddo's through the middle? Nah, it was good when he was on the edge because he was playing 60-odd minutes on the edge and then feeding back into the middle and really bumping his base stats up. But if he's just going to be in the middle... I mean, he's probably still going to have a couple of offloads here and there, but he's severely less likely to score tries in the middle than on the edge. Um, played, played through. He's going to do a lot more ball playing too. Was, he played through the middle last year and was pretty good through the middle last year. So I think there's a bit of history that he does go all right when he starts at lock. Um, he's got a break even of 79 at the moment. So 79 this week. This will be his third game, so you'll see a price rise. He's got scores of 74 and 62, playing on that edge slash middle role. Um, Hopgood has a break-even of 45, as we said before, so I think he'll go close. My advice is I think there's an absolute chance to have a look this week and see how the minutes are put around, and that's nearly Paris, besides Junior Paulo or Bolo or Baolo or anyone got a Junior. Junior. When Junior's back the following week. Is he back the following week? Yeah. So that's nearly as good as Paris Pack can look. So I think you can have a look this week and get a fair assessment of what's going to go on with that team. So I don't think there's any desperate need to jump. I don't think Hopgood's going to lose too much money and I don't think uh, Maddo's going to make much money. If anything, they might come a little bit closer to each other. I probably wouldn't sell Hopgood for Maddo, but you'd potentially look at maybe Hopgood to Hosking if you haven't got another option to get to Hosking this week. Yeah, I think we'll talk about Hosking a bit later on in our trade plans. So that's the the DMs this week. As you'll notice, there is absolutely crickets from out west. Our good mate Dom. Guardian, what a week. The smile on your face. What a week, honestly. How am, I, how am I meant to be angry this week when I knew there was no absolute pest talk from Dominic? What a week. How good. Keep it this way. Bit concerned about Dominic. Actually, you might have to do a missing persons report yeah. or something on Dominic. Might right. get a welfare check on him. Yeah, just to check. So, Dominic, Dominic if, when you're listening to this, can you just Dominic let us know that you're okay? Just slide on in for a, for a last minute 
kind of question, I'm sure we'll answer them. Or just let us know you're all right, Dominic. So I'll Maybe. I'll send it to Guardsy and he can and he can do a video for the Instagram for you. He he had a week off last week doing whatever he wanted. He's probably actually doing some work for once. It'd be new. I don't think so. Unlikely. Yeah, probably not. He's probably at the pub. Well, thanks uh, for sliding in this week, those of uh, you who have slid in. And remember, if you want to get involved, um, we're, we're happy to take your questions. There'll only be three of us answering next week, but um, yeah, we're, we'll happy we'll, we'll happily give you our advice and our thoughts. Dan will have to get more involved next week. I'm just working my way back in, boys. Working my way back in. Just realizing how to do this old podcast and thing again. Uh, but yeah. Feel free to get involved uh, next week. Okay, this is the first time I've, I've had to do this. But, um, I'm going to throw it over to Talking Points with Trainer. Yeah, well, don't worry, mate. You won't, you won't have to do listeners. it. Yeah, you won't have to do it for the next couple of weeks. So, no, it'll be Talking Points with Mick, Dan, and Mark. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. have the same ring to it. It's a very long yeah. hashtag, that isn't it? I'm going to have to take the show on the road in the second week. I'll be at Tonkari. Yeah, anyway. Anyway. Uh, right, the first one. This Your segment. Sorry, is... sorry, sorry, mate. Oh, yeah, please. Uh, uh, looking at the Knights base stat center wing players. So uh, Miller and Marzu, are they getting close to must-haves? That's what we want to talk about to start with. My Dan's only, done a runner. He doesn't want to talk about can, it. My only concern with Mars Hugh is, yes, he's a base stat beast, but the bloke hasn't played a ton of first grade for obvious reasons. He can't tackle. He can't read in defense. That, that was a bit on display at Mudgee. How, if he has a couple of bad weeks in defense, Heimel hunts in the wings. Um, it... Are there the only question is are there concerns about his job security? Yes. Is is Hormel Hunt a good defender though? Better than Marsu. Oh, not much. Not He's right. rubbish too. Ten times. Yeah, Marsu's ten times better attacking. Mate, if you did you Hunt see is not ten of... times the defender Marsu is. Oh, Hunt is a spud as well. I've I've never seen as bad a read as the one that Marsu put on for that try. <laughs> he he went three men in and stood in there. It was like I'm here, surprise, and they were not there. But didn't miss a tackle, so no negative yeah, points. So I suppose good correct. for Supercoach because he didn't touch anyone. <laughs> Genius. But keep going, Mark. No, that, that was the only point that I had on Mars Hugh with Miller. I think he's shown that um, he's a pretty good option, I think, um, so long as they don't deduct points for escorting big second rollers to the try line. But he... Good on his feet, breaks a lot of tackles. He's taking a lot of hit-ups. He's kicking goals occasionally. Uh, I think, is he a must-have? Well, I don't know if you'd say he's a must-have, but I don't think he's a bad in if you wanted to buy him. I'm I'm probably more sold on Miller than I am on Marzu just because of job security. What I'm not sold on is that Miller is now worth 745K. Correct. Holy dolly. Break even of 33, he's already made 152K. So if you're buying Miller, I think you're buying at a pretty high. Like he's not going to be, he's probably going to get higher, but he's not going to get much higher. And he's probably going to stay around that spot for the rest of the year. So you're buying him as a keeper, I think. You're not buying him as someone to come in and then move off. Um, They play the round 13 buy. So that's an advantage for both of these blokes. 
Um, pretty good matchups coming up. New Zealand, not the Panthers. North Queensland aren't necessarily as bad a matchup super coach wise anymore. Para Titans, Sharks, and Manly again. Marju, on the other hand, is 581K, played two games, got a minus 44 break even. So that's very attractive, isn't it? He's the guy that can probably get the 750 with one more good week um, against the Warriors if he pumps out his base stats and scores a try, which he's every chance of, with scores of 122 and 102, add in another high score, and he's he's going to be over 700 before you can blink, and you've either got to strike this week or not at all, I think, on Marzu. So probably then doesn't matter a great deal then about his job security. What am I banging on about? Because if he gets to 750 and gets dropped to reserve grade, you sell him to whoever the hell you want. Exactly. So I actually think sometimes it's worth spending 580K on someone who can go really large and who's already proven that twice this year um, to make 150K because if he does get dropped or he does get injured or whatever happens, particularly with a minus 44 break, even he's only got to fall onto the field and he makes probably 50 grand this week. So that gets you up to 630K, which is a fair way to buy someone who's reasonably good, isn't it? So in saying that, so I think originally I thought Miller was the man that I needed to have, but now I'm probably talking myself into Marju. Dan, you're right. You're choking there. And uh, the other point we probably haven't talked about is Callan Ponga is due back pretty soon. So Lockie Miller was on the Maddie John show on Sunday and said KP is not too far away, probably within the next couple of weeks. He plays pretty well exclusively down that left-hand side and that left-hand winger, Hommel Hunt has scored half decent. You can only imagine how big Greggy's going to go with uh, KP mm. inside him, even if it is only for a couple of weeks. Yep. So that's all you need. Like, I think with those numbers, we only need a couple of weeks, don't we? And then, yeah, you can just see see how it goes, ride it. And, uh, yeah. yeah, he might turn into a keeper. He might not. We'll just see what happens. But you can't go too wrong, I think. I actually think it might be a move this week or forever hold your peace. Yeah, pretty well. Well, is that like 2 or 3% ownership? Hang on, give me a sec. He'd have to go uh, up this week. I think everyone will be on it this week. 1% ownership. Round Marju. 6 traded in 12,000 people. Yeah, so that's... So 10%. 10% or something. So he'll go up to... He'll still be sub-15% ownership, hopefully. Which pretty is, pottish, though. Yeah, that'll be about the best I've got on my whole bloody team of pods at the moment. It's a shit show, but anyway. All right, happy with Guardsy that. Quiet. Anything else, Guardsy? You want to add? No, you've just. I was, uh, I was uh, probably going to have to miss Marzu, but I'm just crunching some numbers, and you know, <laughs> I'm thinking how many boosts you've got left. How many oh, mate, boosts you can mate, this week, mate? If you got a boost, you might as well use it. That's what they say. At least that's what I say. At least. <laughs> he's right, not binary now. Can... He's them though. <laughs> Gadzi, you can kick us off for the second one, mate. Is uh is Hoppy the big big hop good? Is he gone? Is he gone? Mate, you messaged Ellie in the chat and said you asked me and the first I said to you, he's no longer hop goat, he's hot gone. He will be gone. He I'm not keeping him. He's got forty seven. Sean Lane's back, my man Sean Lane. He's gonna score meat pies. Maddo looks like he offers more in attack. Hopgood's just I don't know. He's he's still young. I think Arthur's doing the right thing by him, not throwing him in. He doesn't need to be playing big minutes. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's lost 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 the offload a bit in the last couple yeah, of weeks as yeah. well. Offload away. Yeah, I he's, think he's, he took he, about eight or nine runs last week, so he was way down on on that. So, well, I think we all knew that 
someone who's only played a handful of NRL games wasn't going to come in and just keep pumping out those numbers he was doing. And I think Arthur's. I, I was hoping he would. Yeah, well, you can hope, but it's not happening. I'm actually pretty filthy that he's been benched because I was selling regardless whether he was starting or benched because you, 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 could, you could see. Though. Yeah, I did. You could see Maddo's minutes were creeping in and creeping in and creeping in. And. He's, yeah, his scores weren't staying where they needed to be. So I was hoping to get him out a week before everyone else, but I'll be A's dummy zero favours and just swapped him. So everyone's going to trade him now, I'd say. Uh, that's that's it for that one. Everyone's happy with that? Yeah, mate. Don't yep, forget sweet. it's your segment. You've got to lead it. Yeah, oh, mate, I'm <laughs> leading away. Take charge, just, mate. This is Just making sure there's... Good when uh, you... <laughs> I don't. I don't want to cut people off, right? I don't want to. You know, everyone needs to have their say. Yeah. Thanks, I know. mate. Right. I love it when you take charge. It's just yeah. great. Next, uh, is it too early to start buy planning? And if no, who are we looking at? So we're in. Are we round six now. The first buy mm. round thirteen. So, uh, what's that? If you're guardsy, that's about twenty eight trades away. But the rest of us <laughs> probably closer to fourteen. Um, I actually, well, it'll be like 17 trades away. Okay, yeah. well, all right. You know, don't let the truth get in the way <laughs> the of the story, The rest of his mate. boosts and two every week till then. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, is is it too early? We, I know we only need to get uh, 13 of the park maximum this year, so it's a little bit different. Have we have we thought about this much yet? I've just, I've started to think about it and I'm starting to look at who I'm going to keep, potentially who I'm going to keep till those buys. And if I've got a decision between two players, if one of them's likely to play Origin, I'm probably going to flick him as well. Um, I actually think Hopgood is a chance. Like he's a real classic kind of first year Queensland kind of player. Come in whether he's in the 18th man, like 18th man or something like that. That's kind of real Queensland to do that with Hopgood. Even though Para play that round 13, I think now is the time to sell him back onto that other point. But who do you sell him to? You probably want to sell him to someone like who plays round 13. So that's kind of where I'm starting to look. And there's plenty of options um, in there around who plays those. And also I think Hopgood has made a crap load of money. He might make a little bit more, but is that important if there's other people that you can get some more money out of? Um, do the Warriors play the first buy round? I was just yep. going to that. So teams that play that first buy round are the Dolphins, Dragons, Eels, Cowboys, Warriors, Broncos, yeah. Rabbitohs, Raiders, Knights, and Sea Eagles. So on the buy, we've got the Sharks, Tigers, Storm, Panthers, Dogs, Titans, and Chooks. And it's why I think this week I'm going to make two trades out of um, the second row, and I'll talk about them back in trades, but at least bring in someone who, like Jackson Ford, who I think will play that first um, bye week. I want to get Hosking as well, so he's not going to play the first bye week. So it kind of offsets it a little bit. You've got to start to look ahead because you might end up want, like left a little bit high and dry with trying to get 13. I know 13 doesn't sound like many, but especially like 17 in previous years. Yeah. You taking photos of me? Jeez, someone's it's doing some screenshots. Something's happening here. There's a gremlin what in the, the system. The, oh, Matthew the devil. Trainer, <laughs> are you screenshotting your own segment? <laughs> I wouldn't think oh, so, mate. <laughs> you are. You are taking pictures of your own segment. <laughs> Pardon? What are you talking about? 
Someone's in, the Chinese are in, they're taking photos of us, boys. They're going to put it up as a TikTok. I can feel Alleged, it. Allegedly. Okay, it's happened. Uh, it's happened. So that's my... I don't, I don't know, I don't I know what's happening here. I think it's never too early. Back to the conversation. It's never too early for bike planning. Mark, thoughts? All right. What I've got written down here is that I'm not actively bike planning at the moment, but what I am doing is with trades that I'm looking to make, if I've got a couple of blokes who I'm tossing up, bringing in, I'm looking to see... If one of those blokes plays around 13, then I would probably go that option rather than so in a 50-50 sort of choice. That's sort of the planning I'm actively doing at the moment that, yeah, bring in who would play in round 13 over someone who doesn't. Are you by planning already, trainer? Uh, Not necessarily, but I probably will be. From next week, I'd say. I don't know. It's it's hard. I feel like I have these plans of I know what I'm going to do the next week, but then it all goes to crap anyway. So it's the talk of Adelaide, it, I think, by planning. So he wants to be involved. Just um, just playing a bit of an eyes up footy, mate. Eyes up, super coach. Yeah, playing what you see. Yeah, that's that's it, mate. You got to play what's in front of you, like <laughs> Greggy Marzu this week. Oof, get him in. Yeah, I agree. You got the fourth talking uh, point there. Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, so this this is actually Davo's talking point. So just so hey, that's hey, clear. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey, this Keen, is your segment. Keen listener yeah, of the yeah. show, Davo Mick seventy seven. Yeah, he sent your segment. Spell. No, no, I run the P four SS page, not nothing else. So. Yeah. So uh, we did chat about this in the group chat, and we've agreed. It's a, it's a good point to talk about. So uh, our, our halves are locked in. Most people have got Cleary and Hines, and if you don't, well. Uh, sort that out, but we did have a bit of a bit of a look and a bit of think about which positions do we look to load up on next. And um, I might start this off. I've sort of already already done this. Uh, my center wings are pretty well locked and loaded. I've got four, well, gun or semi gun center wings at the moment in Garrick, Kiraz, Holmes, and Marziu. So no more of those cheapies bumming around. I've obviously still got. Camperera, Taruva, and Warbrick um, in my reserves. She'd having AKP and Warbrick score on 105 and 80. That'd yeah. terrible, wouldn't it? Yeah, so that's much exactly better having right. guns. Yep. Well, that's that's fine. If you think that they're going to keep scoring 100s, then stick with them. But this is what I'm doing. So I've gone set of wings, obviously. People that... anyway. Yeah. Um, and then I'll sort of go from there, potentially going to look at uh, going to five eight next, perhaps, but we'll just wait and see. Have you already loaded up in your fullback spot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think every everyone's got two gun fullbacks. If you don't have two gun fullbacks, you're not playing the game. What's your so? Who are your two gun fullbacks at the moment? Turbo and Reese Walsh. What's your plan with Reese Walsh? Because I sell him whenever a good runs over. I see him for the for now, but who do you sell him to? Uh Potentially Latrell, I think. Latrell just seems to continue to get 70 and do nothing. Last two weeks so, has been average. So Latrell's about, I actually think, and I've looked, we talked about Latrell, I think he's 35 or something. Like he's had two pretty ordinary scores. He's break evens high again, 120 odd. I think you're actually going to make money out of selling Reese Walsh to Latrell in a couple of weeks. And you've got to keep, keep a close eye on when Papanazan comes back as well. 
if he comes back anywhere near as good as he can be, still playing with Jerome Hughes and Kim Munster. Um, mate, he'll go great guns, kicking goals. He'll be straight back in. He'll be the number one fullback in no time. Have heard today that he'll be back in two to three weeks. Yeah, sweet. That's huge. Hope he comes back via the bench for three weeks. <laughs> it wouldn't be yeah, surprising. Bingo. It wouldn't be surprising to me. It's honest. a very Bellamy thing to do. Yeah, hundred percent. Ground. He came off the bench and just. Are we yeah. allowed to talk about that? Or no, sorry, sorry. I, I was kidding. It was against Parramatta, and he scored about one hundred and fifty <laughs> in about twelve minutes. All time. Why do we need to talk about that? Who's um? I'm probably looking at my next load up position, and it sounds a bit silly. And I know I've been banging on that it's not about front rowers, but probably trying to shore up the front row. I think I'm pretty sweet, like you, trainer. I've got. I'm pretty happy with my center wings. I'm happy with the mid price guys and the guns that I've got in the second row. My fullbacks, I'm pretty happy with. I am very unhappy with my front row. I don't want to waste a lot of trades, so I want to get it right. Um. It's not urgent, but it is kind of getting urgent because when the Tigers have their bite, I'm a bit nervous to start with Welsh and Kepi. That's going to be my option because old Frankie Pele's got a slightly broken arm um, and he's uh. not made anywhere near it. He actually lost money on the weekend. Uh, if anyone was interested, Franklin lost a few hundred bucks on the weekend. So he's a very hard Spencer Lenny style watch, I think, in my team. So I'm running with three front rowers. And at the moment, they're three very ordinary front rowers. Can't do it this week because I've got other people that I must buy. So I'm just going to try and suffer through that front row for a little bit longer. But it is an area that I'm going to have to put some attention to soon. Mark. I think you've covered off pretty much every all... position. <laughs> Hooker? Every position. Oh, Anyone thinking about running two gun hookers? I guess yeah. that's the that's the next logical I'm one. Sick. Everyone's got Harry Grant, but I had I had a look this week. Reese Robson's break even's eighty eight, so he's probably a hold for one more week, hold off, and then I might look at going Egan to Robson next week potentially. Because mm. you do know, as David knows, I do like Robson. I'm a fan. Nice, nice. Trainer, you're going to wrap your segment up. I think we've all had our say. Yeah, perfect. Uh, consider the segment wrapped up. Trade talk this week, boys. Um, I think we've sort of we've floated a few ideas around, but now let's let's lock them in. How did what we go last right? week with our trades? By the way, just I'm going a bit off script here. Nico went okay. I went wonderful. Did anyone, did anyone reverse? Did anyone have a panic moment? No. No. I made Get one paid. trade last week. The trade that I declared. Until the that first game was over and I knew I couldn't reverse, I locked my phone in my safe. <laughs> so just so I didn't get little trigger happy, but with the odd reverse button. So yes, we stayed true to our trades that we said that we were going to make last week. Well, that you boys said I was lurking in the background, but um, yeah, it's just wow. wow. This, there's there's a lot going on. I didn't here make two trades, but I didn't trade Cameron Murray to another second rower. I traded yeah. Cameron Murray to Dylan Brown. So mm. yeah. nice. Okay. Um, all right, so this week, what are we doing with trades? Who's going first? Trainer. All right, well, let's, right, let's yeah, go I'll, through with the order. Far off. So, uh, as I said before, uh, I, I don't know what's happening right now. 
Anyway, Dan, Dan's had one hard cider and he's we're losing him. Uh, I've got a uh, Hopgood. We're 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 getting rid of Hopgood, as I said previously. And uh, as much as I wasn't actually this that keen to do this, uh, it makes sense financially. Uh, Hosking is coming in. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I knew Gazi was going to love that. The mules on this uh, podcast are so stoked. Yeah, the mules in. Little mule junior. Junior mule. Junior so, mule. and then that's that's freed up enough cash for me to go Alamotti to the boy I've been spruiking the whole potty, Greggy boy. Get in, get me a ton, son. Give me some green arrows. Yeah, right. Garzi? Yeah, so I'm uh, very similar to Trainer. I'm uh, finally getting rid of Nelson, who I've had to hold for felt like weeks because I've just traded other blokes. And I'm bringing in Hosking as well. Trying to know how excited I am about bringing Hosking in. He's probably going to let me down, but... Let's hope Hosking doesn't get excited. We don't know about it. And then the other one I'm making is... I'm also going Alamotti to Marzu. But to do that, I've, I've had to create some funds. So unfortunately, Hopgood is also gone. And I've had to go a bit of a cheapie, but he's got a decent break even, so I'm happy to do it. So I'm going to bring Jack Johns in for a couple of weeks, make some cash out of him, and it leaves oh, me Jesus. with it leaves me with enough money in the bank next week to either upgrade my five eights or bring in another gun front rower. So exciting! Nice. I'm going to jump in now. Um, I'm doing it. Yeah, potentially a, a move that's going to – I'm not sure if – I'm a bit afraid to, to tell you what I'm doing. But um, for the listener, well, listeners, I will – Listener uh, might be more accurate. Yeah, well, listener. <laughs> thanks. That's what Brian Fletcher says. Anyway, um, I am bringing in those two blokes um, that the boys are, are bringing in. So Marju and Hosking. But I'm about 40K short, so I'm going to have to boost this week. So that leaves me with one remaining boost. And I know, I know. This is, yeah, it's a bit crazy, but um, not yeah, at all. Got to, it's, it's got to happen. Um, and I'm looking at someone like Ray Stone at the moment. Only, yeah. I, I know. <laughs> they have, You're they an have. idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> See, this is why I was afraid of the. What position do you need to bring in? Hold on. Hold on. Tell Listen. us. I'm trying. This to. is going to be the longest segment of the show. Jesus oh, Christ! Okay, just, just wait, just wait. wait. Come on, give me some, give me some space. Uh, the, the reason is I, I need to move on waiting in next week. So if I can swing someone up into that hooker position, I don't have Tanner Boyd, and I free up that cash, and then. But that, that's where I'm at at the moment. I don't know. I might go Jack Johns, and then have to think about how I'm going to get rid of Wade Egan. Sunny Luke. Yeah, okay, but I I have some Anyone? plans. I've so, I've got some plans. Sunny Luke so. sucks also. Yeah, yes, but that's what I'm thinking. Not as I'm much just... as that plan that Dan had sucked. But Ray Stone anyway, we... sucks. We got to bring Ray. I'd rather bring Drew Hutchison in. Oh, that's that's silly. Come on. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> as if you don't want Jack Johns. He's Luke a John. Much better option to bring. Yeah, in. I'd rather bring in Luke Keery. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm tr- scrap my trades. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just gonna. Give the boys my login, all right? Uh, better be a dom. 
yeah, I'm, I'm having a dumb moment now. I'm just anyway, just have a think about it. I think anyway, Ray Stone's a panic. Mark, Ray you, Stone's you a You half, know what I'm like. Ray Stone's halfway through a hard side. I kind of decision that one. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's a large can. <laughs> Very large can. And that's a large mistake. <laughs> I hope Ray Stone tons up this week. And so do I. Uh, when I'm, I don't have him. Yeah. No one will have him. I'm in a bit Fine. of the same boat. Hopgood Did to... you get Ray Stone as well? <laughs> Hopgood to Hosking. <laughs> I'd like to go Alamotti to Mars Hugh after we've all talked ourselves into Greg Mars Hugh after questioning his uh, his job security, but we seem to have convinced ourselves otherwise in Talking Points with Trainer. What a segment. It's turning my turning my game around. Yeah, I know. It took me out of Nico Hines and it's talked me into Greg Marshu. Where has my life gone? I'll, I'll lead you boys to the, to the promised land. Don't worry. But I am a few dollars short there, so I may have to use a boost. But it'll be, it will be in the second row, but I will not be bringing Ray Stone in. It, it will be uh, someone Your like family. Cartwright to Jackson Ford or someone like that. Yep. I'm uh, I only made one trade last week and I've saved a few trades along the way. So I'm boosting this week because there is a lot of options that I want to get in this week and I can't I can see projecting into the next couple of weeks I probably don't need to make too many trades. I think Cam Pereira is someone who I can hold till that big score goes out so it's two weeks. I think Warbrick's got enough meat left on the bone to keep him for a little bit longer. Probably happy to keep some of the other people. The only other spot that I really think I need to up my game is in that front row in the five eight position, so they can be slowly over the next couple of weeks, one or two trades at a time. So I think I'm gonna I've got a plan to how I can save some trades. So this week I'm trading out Hopgood, Wilton, and Alamotti, and bringing in Ford, Hosking, and Marzu. So I feel like that's an upgrade on my team. While Teague Wilton still looks okay, I think Hosking's going to do the equal, if not better job with a better break, even and more money to be made. So that's my trades this week. Straight into captains, vice captains. Yep. Or sit versus start. Um, Which one do we want to do? Take I'm going to take over a little bit here because Dan's in the horrors. I'm having a good time. He's having a great time. Uh, you, you want to go first? Yeah. Do you want to do your, your captain, vice captain? You might as well do both captain, vice captain, and then sit, sit and start. Uh, yeah, sit and start will be a show, but uh, vice-captain is Harry Grant. He's the only person I can vice-captain this week, uh, aside from Ellie Katoa, because I'll need to bring in Pele as my loop. The only other person I can loop is Nico, and I... Mm, yeah, Can't do that. Probably, probably don't want to flick Cleary to the bench if I don't have to. Uh, and then I'm potentially toying with captaining Walshy, who's at about 7 or 8%, I think, captains at the moment. Well, the other one I was looking at quite strongly is Dave Fafita, who is less than 1% captain at the moment. Wow. That's um, a bit ballsy on an Easter weekend that you'd be travelling to Adelaide. I'll be in Adelaide. Struggling to find a telecast. If it comes off time, on the third day, he will be, be rising, <laughs> won't he? The old time... The time difference. He will be rising on the third day, Mark. You are so right if that comes off. Holy. Guardsy, what are you... We're going to do sit versus starts, or do you want to do that in in its own little right, mate? Uh, yeah, do it at the end. Okay. Guardsy. 
I'm going to VC the chin, Nathan Cleary, and I'm going to captain Reese Walsh. Who have you got to loop? Mm. I've got Dury. Interesting. Very good. I'm good. I'm jumping in. Yeah, go. Seeing Hull. I'm getting in there. Um, what, well, <laughs> well, um, so <laughs> come on. Well, um, I'm VCing Val Holmes this week and uh, captaining Reese Walsh. At the moment, I'm probably looking at putting the VC on Harry Grant and the C on Nathan Cleary. Ditto. Exactly the same for me, um, based around who I can loop with. So that's it. Trainer, sit versus start. Hit us with it. Mm. Well, at the moment, I'm sitting. Tanner Boyd, Moali, obviously the injured Pele. Jackson Ford, pending Preston's availability, potentially. Uh, Hines, Katoa, Warbrick. Unsure about AKP. Uh, Playing Trebojevic, Taruva, Hosking and Preston. Nice. So this the, the big the, decision the, the, the big decision is probably Taruva and AKP. Yeah, and then depending on if Preston plays also. Who do I is bring in likely? if Preston's well he's got that finger yeah, webbing thing. He's, he's 50 50 about him with his hand. With his hand, yeah. Yeah. Right. But he plays early, so it's it's plays an easy early. fix. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah, whether I want to risk playing AKP or not. Yeah. So the the probably there's not that many big talking points, is there really around um who who you're gonna sit versus start? Like the big ones are those center wings. Are you gonna take a risk with someone like Warbrick, AKP and uh, or Taruva? Ford too potentially against the Knights. You think he's a risk or not a risk? Oh well I think he's maybe a player, maybe not a player. Yeah, I think I'll be playing him over. I'd probably prefer to play him for safe points over someone like Cam Pereira who can get five or 105. I don't know. Yeah. Depends on, probably depends on how risky you want to go in that season. Hosking but... and Preston over Ford? Yes. Yeah. Who do the dogs play? South. Yeah. yeah. So that's probably... You probably have to think Hosking against Manly and Ford against the Knights is a better play against than Preston. Like if you if it's a toss up between those three. I guess another one is if you're not trading Hopgood, do you risk playing him against the Tigers still? Oh, oh yeah, off the bench, probably not. You're on fire today. I think it's a good question. Yeah, yeah. no, that's a great question. Well so so who would you play instead? Who's your options? Well, it depends who people have. Like you've got yeah, a lot I'm of people probably you, have... Well, I don't have Hopgood, but I'm saying if I did, Has given the view, Hopgood, I could. 
See, I could keep Hopgood and trade out Dury instead, which is still a chance. If I had Hopgood against the Tigers... Do you have enough money to do that? Yes. Why wouldn't you I'm do Richie, that? I'm Richie, Richie. Hopgood's, Hopgood's the, an option that one injury and he plays big minutes, he's probably still going to play... Of course, but that's what, 40 to that's 50 what I'm minutes. saying. He's, like... only got to get, he's only got to get 45 to keep his score. If he gets any more than that, he makes your money. Dury's yeah, it's, probably not going to... As I said, that's team. what I'm tossing up. So that's why... If I did not trade Hopgood, that's the thing. Would you play Hopgood or would you play Ford and Preston? They're your three. If you could only play two of them, who misses out? I would probably say out of those three, I'd miss Hopgood only because you're Same. not sure about his minutes. Yeah. And then but I think if I had the option to trade out Hopgood or Dury this week, it'd be Dury going for me just because it gives you a proper playing option in your team if Preston's out. Of course. Of like course. if Preston does actually get late, I'd be happy to play Hopgood. I'm, no, I, just... I, I like I like that Dory gives you a looping option late. I'll be still yeah. trading Hopgood. Exactly. Only if, yeah, I mean, there's pretty good VC captain options early as well. Do you even do you own who's your other looping options, Guardsy? Yeah, I like that you can VC Cleary. I can't do that, mate. I don't have any other looping options besides Hines, which means looping Cleary wouldn't be an option. So that's where Dury comes into it too. Okay. That's what was part of my thinking. Nice. Okay. But I, I just feel like this week, everyone trading out Hopgood, it smells of just Hopgood scoring a try or something. Yeah, because he hasn't scored. Has he scored a try yet? I don't think he scored a try. So. It's just, it's made up oh. this week for it. I'm telling you. You know, it, of... it smells a lot like um last week when everyone traded, well, a lot of people traded out Cam Murray. Yeah. He his best, like his best round for ages. It's and just one of those weeks. Mate, this this crystal ball chat, you sound like the bloody bloke who's who won it that year, whatever his freaking <laughs> name is, the kicky, the Villy Villy Army. You sound like him. You sound like a nut job. It's about who does Gardzi or me? You no, know, Gardzi with Ilis. He's like, it's it's gonna happen. Mate, I'm They're just saying, him it out, it's gonna happen. It. it smells of it this week. I can smell it in the air. It does smell a bit like it. A bit like that, but I think we've lost Dan. I'm good. He's, he's pissed. <laughs> he's finished the can, has he? He's, he's knocked himself can. out. Right. Little night What's cap. the next? What What are we moving on to now? I think we've we've probably given enough people some thoughts around that sit versus start kind of thing in our way of thinking. The other thing we bang on it about a fair bit. Try and get your team sorted across the week as they play. So if you've got a reserve on someone and you don't have a captain on them, if they play after someone, make sure you've got people playing in your team. Lock the points in so that if you do need to, you can trade and transfer them out so you don't end up with an auto emergency because that just stinks. All right, I think we're up to the famous Mark's succulent Chinese meal multi that uh, looked like it was on the cards for a very long time there until the Knights bloody decided they'd actually turn up and have a game of football. Uh with Manly, that ruined it, didn't it? It's a funny old game, rugby league. Isn't oh, it? very funny. Funny very old funny. game. But as always next week, as always next week. Or this if week. I, well, this week, hopefully. This week. So the succulent Chinese meal multi this week will be a tri-scorer multi. I have Valentine Holmes, Eddie Tom, tri-scorer. Love I it. have. I love it. <laughs> Herbie Farnworth, anytime try scorer. We're going to have to wait for Monday for a result here, folks, because I've got Dylan Brown, anytime try scorer, in the Tigers Eels game. 
put those three together and you get the juicy odds of eleven dollars fifty dollars twenty-three. Oh. <laughs> wow. Eleven dollars twenty-three there, folks, for three try scorers. Have a bit of a boost. I had a boost. Twelve dollars eighty-one. Well, we'll I mean, get one eventually. What we are you one. really gambling with? I think that's the new slogan. We, we only you lose more than you you lose more than you win. I think that yeah. is absolutely the most uh, in tune slogan I've ever I've ever heard. So, well, that that wraps the pot up this week. We might leave Dan to um good. finish his I'm drink and uh, be excited about the multi. Enjoy Easter. Enjoy the time off. Trainer, enjoy Adelaide. Guards, enjoy the national park. Sounds like a hoot. So uh, it'll just be a three-pronged attack next week. We'll have to keep Dan off the hard siders because we'll need him more than ever. We ha- we can't cover him. Oh. We can't we can't have him AKP just out on the wing throwing in balls, letting him score tries. We're going to need him in the goals. middle, in the middle, trucking it up. So. I'll kick goals as well. <laughs> we'll just need him, need him a bit more with us uh, next week. So enjoy Easter, enjoy the chocolates. Um, hope the rugby league gods shine on you, and we can all score well over thirteen hundred again. I'd really like a, I'd really like a fourteen hundred this week from someone. If we can manage that, that'd be outstanding. It might be tricky without Nico, but um, Ray Stone's not going to be the man to get us there. Thanks for listening to the rabble at the end of this pod. Tata and farewell. <laughs>